What up? <clears throat> this will be episode three of Dumb Solo. For those of you that continuously listen to my podcast, I'm sorry. I've been slacking a lot lately, man. I haven't been putting out as much as I would want to, but I'm going to get back on track. Um, just doing some minor upgrades around my so-called little studio, so I was just kind of waiting for those to come in. Anywho. <laughs> so I literally just happened right before, I was, while I was setting all this up, I had been to watch another video of these fucking kids snorting their condoms and whatnot. Sorry about that. And all I could think of is what happened to the good old days when all we used to snort was some good old-fashioned cocaine. But now these motherfuckers are sniffing condoms. I don't know, for what? For fucking likes? Likes on their videos or some of their 15 minutes of Instagram fame or some bullshit? I don't, I don't even... Even if I think back to when I was younger and way more stupid than I am today, I'm not saying that I'm not stupid, um... That shit wouldn't even cross my mind. <clears throat> I wouldn't even like. I, even at that point in my life, I would have still thought it was stupid, and I would have still seen it as pointless, and I still wouldn't understand what would make you or why you would want to do that. It's fucking retarded. It's more proof that your parents should have been using more fucking condoms so that these dumbass kids weren't born. And half of y'all should be using those fucking condoms instead of snorting them up your nose. God knows we need less people like that running around this goddamn world. But anyways, um, today hasn't been the greatest of days. I'm actually not in the best mood right now, which is why I felt I needed to come in here because this tends to help me a lot. Um, which leads me to my next point. You know, I've been told I'm very, um, I don't know what the right word is for it. I don't know. I'm very decisive. So when I decide I want to do something, I'm very, like, that's it. There's no going back. I've decided to do something. It's only ever so often that I'm talked out of doing something I want to do, even if I end up regretting it. Uh, Usually if my mind is made up, it's kind of made up. I've worked really hard to not be that way. But uh, it's kind of engraved in me a little bit. Uh, the, I always felt um, letting my guard down was an easy way for me to be taken advantage of. And honestly, to this day, I still do. I have uh, plenty of people that used to be in my life or have came into my life that I feel try subconsciously to take advantage of me. Um, and they use my friendship as a, man, I don't even know the best way to say it. I don't know to, to escape what they perceive as their so-called problems but then 
once they're done using me up for whatever reason, I'm not talking like sex or anything like that. I'm talking about, uh, I'm talking, I'm speaking on, uh, relationships like friendship wise and maybe even just having someone there beef, having someone be there for you. Uh, I feel a lot of people do this, you know, men and women, especially when they're coming out of a relationship where, um, Maybe by towards the end of it, they weren't really necessarily respect respected. Uh, maybe feel like they were taken advantage of, so they find comfort in, uh, I don't know, maybe someone being more respectful or a better friend or whatever the case may be. But due to the nature of the situation, they end up just reverting back to what they were doing. And it kind of just casts you aside. Or maybe some people, and and also some people can't keep things in perspective. I'm just riffing like a motherfucker right now, and um, and like let's say for example, this is a good example. Um, hold up, my mic's acting up. What the fuck? Sorry about that. My fucking mic started acting up. I had to stop it and restart it. Damn, I was on to something. <laughs> Well, shit happens, I guess. Anyway, I think I was about to get into the story about how uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, I had this so-called friend of mine that uh, got upset with me because I wasn't uh, around them, I guess, as much as they would like. And And the point I was trying to make earlier was I'm very, you know, stubborn <laughs> and I'm quick to make decisions and maybe um maybe I should uh take more time to think things over which is what I normally try to do which is why when someone upsets me or something like that I tend to kind of disappear um because I pr- I rather prefer I prefer now for can't even fucking speak right now I prefer to um take time away and kind of seclude myself so I can think things over before I make any rash decisions, which is what I would normally do is I would just make a decision and say, okay, bye. Uh, or I'm done with you. Um, because as I've said time and time before losing, and I wouldn't even necessarily call it losing, but having people exit my life or me choosing to exit theirs, um, for whatever reason, it's not a problem for me. Um, long, you know, back when I used to date, uh, I would always get threatened by that. Threatened people would leave if this or that didn't change or whatever. And uh, so I guess it kind of engraved in me to not really give about that, like give a shit about that anymore as far as if people want to leave or if people do things to make me say, I'm done with you because I'm the kind of person that if you upset me, I'm just like, I'm through with you. Well, I mean, I mean, if you eat my last tater tot or something, I'm not going to be like, I'm through with you. But if you do something to the point where I feel, um, you're just stressing me out or bringing negativity into my life, or you're trying to overcomplicate things, then I have no issue with just letting you go or telling you to go. Um, I'm I'm at a better place in my life right now to where I, I just don't need negative people or negative situations around me. 
So if I start to feel that someone is bringing bad vibes around me, causing me to get into some problems or causing drama for me or whatever, I'd rather just say, I'm done. I don't want to do this, whatever the case may be. Um, if you're just going to uh, cause me issues, then like I'd rather not. I'll just say, no, nah, I'm good. And I'll go on about my way. Well, I had, like I said, a friend of mine, for whatever reason, decided I wasn't, uh, I guess I wasn't seeing them as much as they would have liked or something. I don't know. I'm I'm a busy person at times. <laughs> and I guess maybe I could have made more of, a, of an effort, but um, it is what it is. But they basically told me to fuck off and they were done with me because uh, I continually would not go see them or whatever. Um, and that's fine. That does not bother me. I, like I said, I rather, uh, be just tell you, okay, good luck, you know, and everything that you do. Um, and I'll just go about my own way because if I wanted to, like, I don't want to have to beg anyone for anything and ask for anyone for anything. It's why I stay to myself. It's why I refuse to get into a relationship or whatever, because I just, I don't need, I don't need that extra. I, it's easier for me to just worry about myself and I don't need to worry about other people. Now, um, um, I'm sure one easy argument could say that I could end up by myself due to all that. And I honestly don't care. <laughs> um, I've been kind of alone my whole life. Um, you know, from being a kid and my sisters being twins and all, they, they kind of always did their own thing. Uh, the only time I was ever really around anyone or uh, enjoyed people's company when I was a kid was would be when my cousin spent the night or something like that because me and her got along and had more in common. Um, and it's kind of been like that, you know, uh, up until this point. I mean, I got my close group of friends, and I have my best friends, um, and obviously they mean a lot to me. Um, those are probably the only handful of people that I've gotten in arguments with, and I haven't stopped speaking to some of them for like a week or two or whatever, or even I think me and Karen stopped talking for a couple months. Um, and those were the only people that I actually made an effort to be to keep around. Um but as far as like newcomers, well, that's not true because me and me and my friend Matt got into it once and I've I've only known him for maybe two years now, maybe a little longer than that. I don't know. Um, but, you know, eventually we, we talked it through and it was whatever. Um, but some people was just I don't know. I'm not going to say they're not worth my time, but I just like I said, I, I'm 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 in a better state and I'd rather keep it that way. And if you're just going to, uh, I don't know, just toy with me and get mad about little things or whatever the fucking case may be, then I'd just rather just say bye and I'll see you later and good luck. I mean, I don't hate the person. I'm not mad at them. If they asked me for something, I wouldn't just be like, fuck you. But, you know, some people will just don't 
understand. I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. I don't understand either. I didn't. I didn't drink any Jameson before I came in here, which is probably not good. Um. But maybe that's an issue I have. Maybe it's an issue I need to work through. Is that I easily, you know, remove people from my life without any second thought. Uh, I had someone I work with either Saturday or Friday. I can't remember what day it was. Um, but towards the end of the night, they gave me some shit that I really didn't like. And I was so close to just being, you know... To just tell them straight up, um, uh, I don't want to deal with this shit anymore. So let's just be work colleagues and leave it at that. Um, because I I get over, you know, people giving me shit really quickly, and I can easily cast you aside because of it. And I know more and more just kind of makes me sound like a dick, but it's you know it's the truth. I just don't. That's just how my mind works. And like I said, I am working on it uh, with, not, <laughs> with not much luck. But but sometimes I'm, I'm glad I'm that way because I feel sometimes people hold on to people that they shouldn't. Um, like a boyfriend or a girlfriend or maybe even a friend that's like a complete bad influence or just uses you, you know, uh, for your friendship. There's been times where uh, one of my closest friends, uh, I'm always told how she tries to, she makes an effort to try to hang out with her friend, her like other friends or whatever, and they kind of always blow her off, and it's only when they're ready to go out somewhere or they're ready to hang out that then they will call her up, and it's always on their time, and it's always when they want to. And every time she asks or every time she tries to tell her to fuck off, basically. Um, and I feel like, a, you know, obviously a friendship is a two-way street. You know, I, I don't, I feel like you can't just uh, try to hang out with someone when you're ready and all that kind of shit. Um, but then again, <laughs> that's probably why I, uh, uh, this other person kind of told me to fuck off a couple weeks ago because I guess I wasn't very much, I wasn't really making an effort. But at least I'll admit to that. And I guess towards the end of it, I really wasn't. I was just kind of like, I don't know. I have so much shit going on. I didn't really try to make time. Um, and that's on me. But like I said, I'm the kind of person where I am content with people leaving, exiting. It's not going to, it's not going to, I'm not going to die over it. I'm not going to like Instagram stalk you or any of that shit. If I cut you out, I cut you out, and it is what it is. You're not going to make me feel guilty about it. Um, but some people, I've, uh, they stay in certain situations and knowing that they shouldn't be. And the perfect example is I saw this this girl I know. Um, she was dating this dude. I think they might have been dating only for a couple months. And she basically posted that they broke up, which for one to me, you shouldn't even fucking do. Like, all this whole posting your personal details of who you're with and who you're not with on Facebook or whatever. I, I understand if you have, if you put, you're in a relationship with somebody. I get that. And then, obviously, if you break up, you take it off, which I've seen people do 
and I noticed that they took it off, but they didn't they didn't post anything. They didn't po- post any like sappy love bullshit and all that crap or post stuff to throw someone under the bus or anything like that. To me, I just feel like that's unnecessary. And you sh- it's why do you want people knowing what exactly went on? It's fucking ridiculous. Anyways, uh, this girl, she posted, and those, so they were dating for like two months. She basically kind of hinted that they were broken up. She posted about it or whatever. And there was a couple comments of people maybe bashing the dude or whatever. So I guess she still had the dude on her friends list. So he happened to see it. He went in the in the comments and he posted a long comment. And it wasn't talking shit necessarily. Um, he posted that he really cared about her. And that he took very good care of her. But he knew deep down that he wasn't. His, his, his personal feelings for her weren't growing. They got to the point where he really cared about her. But basically, they didn't get anything any further than that. Um, so he knew he wasn't gonna like quote unquote fall in love with her or anything like that. He didn't. He didn't. I guess love her in that way. So as opposed to dragging it out, or maybe trying to make it work, or whatever, he decided to talk to her about it. And then I guess they mutually decided it wasn't gonna work out. Then that you might as well be on your way, which I totally respect. And I totally get, and I'm, I, won't, I won't lie, he's, he's a better man than I am because I've, there's been plenty of times where I feel I should have maybe stepped away from something, but because I was either too comfortable or whatever, I don't know the exact reason why I chose not to, and I stuck with it, and maybe I shouldn't have, and I mean, it is what it is, uh, but I was very surprised, I've, I've never seen that before, um, it's hard, it's, it's very rare to find at least in the circles that I know and the people I have on social media and stuff, it's very hard to find anyone where they end their relationship amicably and they respect each other and they're not bashing each other and all this fucking bullshit or posting like emo stuff. Like they're sad and all this stuff and just trying to have people feel pity for them and all that shit. Like it's better to just keep your private life private. I don't, I, like I said, I don't understand why people want to, uh, make shit so public it just it you know to me it's the people um it's like one of my closest friends angel got married uh like two weeks ago and he called me about a week ago to let me know he's like hey i got married or whatever and i already knew he was engaged i'm gonna be like a groomsman in his wedding and all that stuff and the actual wedding's gonna be you know later in the year uh, but he told me that they went to the court, you know, to get married and, and now that they're married or whatever. And I told him, I go, Oh yeah, I, I, uh, I saw your sister posted it on, uh, on Facebook and he wasn't upset, but he was just like, you know, he, it kind of bothered him because he, he didn't tell anyone and he didn't tell anyone to go because he wanted that moment to be special and to be a private special moment between his closest family and her closest family. Um, so it wasn't that he was upset with her necessarily. It was, it was just kind of one of those, like, I guess he was maybe a little irritated cause he wanted, he wanted that moment for themselves. Um, which to me is completely understandable. And I feel that should happen more often. Um, people are always so, you know, it's like the, they might as well have the phone surgically, uh, stitched to their fucking hand because everywhere they go, they have to snap. Everywhere they go, they have to post something. 
about it. And and I feel like a lot of people don't even have private moments to themselves anymore. Like I'm surprised I haven't seen people self like fucking taking a selfie right after they get married or some shit when they're about before they walk down uh the fucking steps to right after they say that they pronounce you man and wife. And you're just, I'm surprised I haven't seen someone pull a fucking selfie stick out and take a selfie of themselves. It's fucking it's just people can't uh some people feel that everything needs to be shared. And I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, I've done things and I've gone out and stuff like that. And, and I mean, yeah, there's times where I post, you know, like me and my friends drinking or something like we're going, we went out and it was a good time or whatever. But then there's times I've been out and I don't post anything. Cause I'm just, I don't feel obligated to let everyone know everything that I'm doing every second of the day. Um, I'll go on like week stretches of not posting anything on Instagram or Snapchat or whatever, kind of maybe disappear for a little bit. Uh, and sometimes I even wonder how half these girls, how their phone doesn't die. Cause I'm just sitting there clicking and clicking and clicking. And they literally have posted like 60 videos of them out, like just drinking and her basically showing her tits off because her, her tits are like half out and she's just, it's just her, you know, smoking a hookah thing or drinking her, you know, her fucking mixed drink or whatever. And then they post it so often that I just think to myself, how, like, why do you think we all feel, or why do you think we all need to see this? You do it all the time. And it was, and the one before the snap you posted before this one was exactly the same. And then the one you posted after it was exactly the same. So I don't understand, uh, what goes through their head that they feel that they need to do that. You know, kind of like the same people that post their entire fucking workouts. Now, don't get me wrong. A couple of days ago, I did post a workout video on my Instagram because I was, I had a proud moment uh, because I did something I've never done before. So I felt like it was an achievement, but I have people on my Instagram that are, I'm cool with, but I literally have to skip all their stories or just not even look at them all together. Like I just swipe left and like skip them because I know that it's all like workout shit. And to me, it's to the point where I'm like, dude, whoever's filming you is getting gypped. Cause I would have already been like, if I'm going to record you this much, you need to start fucking paying me. Cause I'm like, you're basically your private camera crew. Cause I'm literally standing here recording every single workout you're doing. And <laughs> I just don't understand like why you would want to do that. I prefer to work out by myself because I, I don't even like people talking to me while I'm working out. I'd rather just get like get after it and get out as opposed to being like, hey, record me deadlifting. And then they record it and then they go do it. And then after that, like, okay, now record me doing it again with heavier weight. And it's just, I would have been irritated after the first day and said, dude, I'm not here to record you. I'm here to work out. You invited me to come work out. So let's fucking work out. Let's not just stand here filming each other. Now, like, I get it, you know, with your personal bests and all that kind of shit. Yeah, I get it. You want to record or whatever because you feel, you know, proud. And I get if you post a progress picture uh, because I get it. You feel you feel proud about that. It's an accomplishment for you. That being said, I don't need a selfie of you at the gym every fucking day. Because at this point, you're not doing it to to show your progress or to, uh, or because you feel proud you're doing it because you're being vain as fuck. And I assume, especially if you're a, a, a woman, I assume you get a lot of, uh, 
compliments and guys hitting on you. And I don't know, maybe because of all that, you're starting to get addicted to your little dopamine shots that you get every time you receive a compliment to where you feel you need to uh, post them every day, which I did read an article about that of how uh, they've done studies where they think the reason a lot of girls feel that they need to post a picture with their tits out every day or uh, a picture of them at the gym or whatever the case may be is because they subconsciously are getting addicted to the shot of dopamine you get from your body when you get complimented, when you get told you're hot or when you get told, Oh, you're so pretty or whatever the fuck. And it's gotten to the point where, um, you need that every day. And supposedly, I think from what I remember reading, it says that if you don't post one and you don't get that, then that's when you end up being in kind of like a funky, like a funky mood. Like you're, you don't feel as happy or whatever because you're always so used to uh, getting that, that dopamine shot. Um, it'd been a while since I read that. So I'd actually like to read it again. Cause I'd like to get deeper into that. But if some of my statements were inaccurate, then y'all can correct me, but I'm pretty sure that's what I read. But then again, what do I know? Sorry, just taking a little pause, catching my breath. I'd like to know people's opinions, though, because I don't really know that many people like me to where they feel if somebody wrongs you or um, you mean not even necessarily wrongs you, if they just kind of stress you out a little bit, I'm real quick to just say, you know, please remove yourself from my life because I don't need that. And I feel some other people feel that they need to they need to fix that. They do everything they can to to keep you around, even though they know it's not maybe not the best thing for them. And I don't understand that. It, like it doesn't it doesn't register in my mind. Like I don't understand why people feel the need to keep certain people around. Uh. You know, like me going back to, you know, my Horrix girlfriend. Uh, I have no, I have no hate towards her. And honestly, when I say Horrix girlfriend, I'm kind of half, I'm like joking. Uh, because if she was to randomly hit me up, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have any, any, any beef with her or anything. I don't, I don't, I try not to harbor hate and I don't have a problem with people. Or I try not to anyway. Um, so if she was to hit me up, I'd tell her, you know, honestly, I'm, I don't, I'm not mad at you. I don't have any, you know, ill will towards you or anything like that. But would I become friends with her and try to, you know, you know, talk every other day or some shit like that? Probably not. I mean, I just don't see the point in it. Now I get you could, there's certain situations where, 
you could end a relationship and you know maybe like the, the example i gave earlier with that that random girl on facebook um i'm pretty sure i don't see why they wouldn't be able to be friends i mean they did it in the correct way and everything you know there was mutual respect so it is what it is now if you end a relationship because uh you caught your dude blowing another dude and it turns out he was gay Nah, that's not a good example because that, I mean that he was probably hiding in the closet. So I know it's hard to come out. Okay, so you walked in on him banging your best friend or something. I don't know. Um, for me, I I'm the kind of person that I I I just a forgive but don't forget type person. So with time, and if it was that situation, it would be a long fucking time. I could maybe eventually forgive them now would i hang out with them no would i do favors for them fuck no um you know if you ask me for something even after i already forgave you i'd be like i mean that's not my problem like you you find your own way or you figure out your own solution i'm not here to um we're cool or whatever i we're keeping it, you know, friendly, but no, I'm not going to go out of my way to help you. I mean, it is what it is. That's how I am. Some people might not be that way. Now, I mean, if it was maybe like a life or death situation, then yeah, maybe I'd help them out. But if it feels like, hey, uh, you're on your way to Walmart. I'm going to Walmart later, too. You want to come by and scoop me up? I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> Take your own ass to Walmart. But, uh, but maybe, I mean... I'm not, you know, it's no secret that I'm very, you know, it's not all here, upstairs. <laughs> I've had a lot of uh, traumatic shit in my life to where I know that maybe I got a couple screws loose. Uh, and I'm very isolated. I try to keep myself from every, anything and everyone. I've had friends that they see I'm mad. They try to talk to me and ask me what's wrong. And I just say, I don't want to talk about it because I just don't, uh, it's not how I deal with things. And they always try to force me to talk, which just makes shit worse. They won't listen. Uh, I used to be the kind where I would just immediately go out and get fucked up when I had some sort of issue, something that I had to deal with. Um, I really don't do that anymore. Now, if I'm upset about something and I had a stressful day, yeah, I'm probably going to go out and have a drink. But is that what I'm using to cope or to deal with my problems? No. That's what I used to do. Now, I'm just kind of more about just figuring things out in private in my own head first. And then maybe coming back to me like, okay, I'm done with you. <laughs> Which is normally what happens. Uh... Because I guess in my own stubborn mind, I always just think there's no other way to deal with this but besides getting rid of them. Uh, that's just how my mind operates. I used to, even in my relationships, the only the the only thing I would ever tell them is, uh, if you don't like it, there's the door, because that's just how I've always been. Um, not that I have need to have everything my way, because that's that's not it. I'm I'm very. Um, well, now I'm way better at compromising and finding a solution if 
let's say me and one of my closest friends got an argument. I guess it just depends on the person. But certain people, I'll just be like, if you don't like it, there's a door. I used to be like that in my actual relationships, which is obviously a dick move and it never worked. Um, but yeah, even in my relationship, I would say, if you don't like it, there's a door. Uh, I don't recommend that. <laughs> it doesn't normally, it doesn't ever pan out. Um, but at the same time, I like my circle being small. Um, obviously, you have new people coming into your life on a day-to-day basis. Uh, whether it's through mutual friends or whatever. Uh, but there's only been, you know, out of the hundreds of people I've met, there's only maybe two that, <laughs> that I've actually, like, allowed to be actually cool with me but even then like i said i can fit the people that i actually tell every detail of my life in one hand and even then i exclude them certain people in certain things because i feel that person doesn't need to know about that um i don't know I, i i really like to keep things to myself i'm very private in that way um so and it's caused problems because people want to ask me things and I tell them I don't want to tell you or I don't want to talk about it and it's they they take it personally and it's not that I have a problem with you it's just I don't like people knowing my shit um and I've even had a lie because of it too because I don't want people to know the actual truth you know I rather just push push people away. <laughs> like nope we're not talking about this i don't mean push people away as in get out of my life i just mean like no we're not gonna talk about this let's change the subject but it's like i said i find coming in here very therapeutic it helps me a lot obviously i go on rants about my own personal life when i'm here by myself because it helps it just it's slowly chipping away at the weight on my shoulders like i said i had a shit day today Started off well, but then it became a, uh, not the best day. Uh, but coming in here, you know, and isolating myself from everything around me, it helps. Now, I'm not going to lie, I am going out after this, but <laughs> um, I don't wouldn't necessarily have to. Before, like I said, as soon as something upset me, I would immediately, you know, start texting everyone that I could to go out and get obliterated. And if that couldn't happen, then uh, I would just do it alone here at my in my room or whatever the case may be. Um, which, when I say out loud, sounds terrible. You know, if something upsets me, um, I would just have to come, you know, in a room by myself and just get obliterated just sit here by myself and get drunk just because I couldn't deal with anything I never um was never good at managing my own feelings I guess and then once I became of age I was immediately you know seduced by the liquor (laughs) which now I just do use for uh recreational fun purposes um but that did suck man 
when basically you had to self-medicate just to get through your fucking bullshit. Um, I still don't have the perfect way of, of handling myself and situations around me. But I am very glad that I no longer feel the need to have to, like I said, I have to drink just because, and it was, it, basically I would drink to numb myself so I didn't have to feel how I was feeling. So if I was angry, I would just numb myself. If I was sad, I would numb myself. Um, but it never worked because as soon as I, you know, I would get obliterated, bang some random whore or whatever the case may be, like not an actual whore, like a prostitute, like just some random like skis I knew I have in my phone. And I'm like, oh, call her. Um, you know, just to uh, just to deal with whatever I was dealing with, but it never worked. And I would wake up the next morning, and it was back to square one. It was it was still there. I wasn't dealing with it. I was just putting you know a band aid over it, which would lead to eventually being you know as soon as I started feeling again. I mean, well, I don't want to feel this. So now I'm starting to drink every day. To not feel certain shit, to not think about certain things, to not deal with my problems. And it fucking sucked. I mean, I could drink people under the table like nothing, even though I was weighing like a buck fifteen. <laughs> but uh it's just, and I can make fun of it now. Now I can laugh about it now. But it got to the point I remember one time, I haven't told anybody this. Have I mentioned it on here before? I don't think so. I remember one time I was going through some deep shit. And I was kind of like, I just didn't give a fuck. And uh, ugh, unfortunately, it was a bottle of Jack Daniels. I don't know why I had it, but I had it. I don't even like Jack Daniels. Anyways, I remember um, I was just sitting in my room listening. Like I had certain music on on repeat and I was just I just grabbed the bottle popped it open and no glass no ice no nothing I was just sitting there and just taking it to the dome just straight out the bottle and this was your average you know full-size bottle that you would find at a bar or whatever you know your typical 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 bottle it wasn't like a little one like this like this is good stuff though it was um like you know your average size bottle whatever Needless to say, by the time I was done, there was maybe four shots worth of liquor left in that bottle. And I've never done this before. I'm always real good of when I get drunk, I I can maintain. Uh, a lot of people tell me they can't even tell when I'm drunk because I'm kind of just to myself. But I had never had this happen. And I remember my inner like monologue to myself is somehow I ended up on the floor. And I was like, I got to pee. And I had no function in any of my limbs. And that was just so weird. I could actually like soberly talk to myself while I'm annihilated. And I just sat there and looked at myself and I go, why the fuck can I pick up my leg? And why can't I move my arms? What the fuck? And I had to try everything I could just to like, I don't know, get myself up. Like it was, <laughs> it still blows my mind now that I think about it. It was so weird. I could not fucking move. And 
luckily, I had a friend of mine. Uh, she knew I was getting, she knew what I was doing. So at this point, she ended up showing up to my place because she had heard what was going on, or she she kind of had a feeling she knew what was going on with me or whatever. And uh, so she finds me, and I'm there, and I'm just like, I can't move, <laughs> or whatever. So she offered for offered me help. I was like, nah. So eventually, somehow, I managed to like stumble myself up and stumble myself to the restroom. And I think I just ended up passing out on the restroom floor. I didn't piss myself or nothing like that. Thank God. Um, I think I might have, like, maybe gave myself, like, alcohol poisoning. So I just, like, threw up, like, for an hour straight. Uh, and then eventually I woke up the next morning in the restroom. Um, you know, what sucks is this is when I still lived with my mom. So I always wondered to myself, uh, what, and I guess maybe I get it from her too. She, mom's not very not, not one to talk about her feelings and shit. So I always wondered, uh, you know, just the kind of shit I put her through sometimes me being the way I was. Um, cause man, I, I genuinely did not give a fuck about myself or anyone around me for the longest time. I don't know if that's what you call depression. Um, but yeah, man. There was a good couple years in my life that I just did not uh, respect myself, respect anything, anyone around me. Um, if I didn't make it to 28 like I am today, it would not have surprised me. Um very much the black sheep of the family. And my family's really, like I said, including my mom, none of us really are ones to talk. Like, well, are you okay? You know. Um. So they might not have thought things were as bad as they were in my head, which is how it normally is. You know, that's why people always feel that when someone commits suicide or something that it just came out of nowhere. But to me, it it was there. And it was lingering and it was always there. Not necessarily suicide, but just the fact that I always felt worthless and depressed and sad. And some people could argue that during those days, that's when we were always having like people come over and little parties and shit. And I was always kind of center of attention, always trying to be the life of the party, making sure everyone was having fun. When I myself was never really necessarily happy. I was always just uh, going through the motions and finding anyone that was willing to drink with me. And I would literally go work. I would literally go to work just and literally blow all my money on cases and cases of beer because I knew people came over almost every day to my house to drink. Sometimes it was a lot of people, like 10. Sometimes it was like a small group, like just two other people. But it was always, I always was just trying to find someone to drink with because all I ever want, all I, I just wanted to, the company so I could forget and the alcohol so I could forget. Um, And that's all I would do. Work, buy booze, sleep for four hours, go to work, buy booze, sleep for four hours. And it just, it just cycled from there. Um. But during those days, you probably would have thought, 
He just likes to party. He just likes to have fun, which I do. It is fun. But I was also doing it for my own personal reasons because I was battling my own demons in my head. And because I would prefer to bury them as opposed to deal with them, I... I would just drink and drink and drink. And it was to the point. There was one conversation I remember having with my mom. Where, you know, she told me to think about my son and shit like that. But that's how much I just didn't give a fuck. Because I would be told all that. and, And what was going on through my head, something as as beautiful as my own child or as my own family or as my own friends, that's not enough to pull you out of your own mind. You know, if you go to jail or you go somewhere uncomfortable, somewhere you hate, absolutely hate being and you're miserable and you're having the worst time of your life. So let's say jail for an example, because everybody hates going to jail for those that have been there. Um, and all you think is I can't wait to get out of here. I, I'm, sick of being here i'm miserable i hate it i hate myself for being here and let's say you were only in there for three days so you finally get out you know the weight's off your shoulders you're relieved you know but this was my prison in my own mind and i can't escape my own mind and that's something that people don't seem to understand when it comes to suicide or depression or anything like that people are so quick to say it's just in your own mind. You make you're making yourself sad. You're making yourself angry, which is kind of true to a certain degree. But it's real easy to point the finger and say, you know, that guy's a piece of shit because he killed himself and he had three kids, or he's a pussy. Like I don't know respect for him and all this shit. That that to me doesn't make sense. But mainly because I've had to deal with so much shit. That I know what it's like to feel like life is not worth living or I don't give a fuck about anything or anyone. Now, luckily, I was able to pull my own self, which is why I do believe that you are the cause of your own sadness and depression and all that. Because I was able to pull myself up and say, I need to stop this shit. I need to I, I need to just stop. Because all I'm doing is I'm stuck in this fucking cycle. And luckily, luckily, it didn't escalate. I didn't get into drugs and I didn't get into, you know, stupid shit. Luckily, it just I just stuck to with the alcohol. Um, Which is not, in a way, still not good because there's a lot of people in certain sides of my family that maybe uh, alcohol is an issue. Um, But luckily, I was able to get myself up and get myself out and I was to, able to help myself in my own uh, in my own way I feel it's because maybe I finally manned up and had the balls to actually face my issues and deal with them uh, and I'm not going to lie it probably it, what helped me a lot was actually the fact that I became single because from my last ex and before that it was always like relationship from relationship from relationship 
like and it was always just jumping from one to the other never giving it any time because if i was with someone then i wasn't dealing with the shit in my head now i fucking love being by myself excuse me i don't have to worry about anyone in particular besides my own offspring uh And it helps. But, back to my point. You know, we all get into deep valleys that we feel we'll never get out of. Um, and I definitely hit a rock bottom pretty fucking early in my life. Um, you know, the worst parts of my life were in my late teens, early 20s. And that's supposed to be the funnest time of your life. And don't get me wrong, I did have fun. Um, there, were, there are some good memories, but even those mem, even the good memories, don't seem that great because I know where my mental state was at the time. And I still have those certain uh, feelings that I had back in those days, that they affect how I am today. Um. You know, losing someone has an interesting effect on on you. You know, and everybody's different. But for me, I know that the first thing I, you know, told myself is I didn't. It was always hard to let people get really, really close to me because there was always the fear in the back of my mind of losing that person. Uh, Because I had already had that happen to me. So we build these walls up keep people out and to this day there's there's still you know certain people that i i don't let in or i let in just a little bit and then i feel like it kind of backfires in my face and i try not to but sometimes that makes me want to go back to square one and say like just keep everyone out and this shit won't happen um like you can't get hurt if you don't let no one in and that does, it does make sense in a way, but I can honestly tell you that it's not fun to live your life keeping everyone out, keeping everyone at a distance. So yeah, it'll keep you from hurting, but it'll also keep you from finding deep, meaningful relationships. Um, but it is what it is. There's still, there's still constant things that, you know, I'm having to deal with in my own mind. Um, I'm just glad uh, I can see at least that I've taken steps and I'm way better off in a way better place than I was six months ago, two years ago, six years ago, seven years ago, whatever. I can see me taking steps, moving in the right direction. But I'm still an asshole at times. <laughs> I think that's how I know I have issues. Because it always seems to, <laughs> that when I get in here by myself, instead of talking about like upbeat, funny shit, I always just get to like the deepest parts of my mind. 
Uh, <laughs> but I guess that's good in a way. Maybe I just need to keep doing this until I get all of that out. And then once I get all of that out, then maybe I can just, you know, stick to talking about people snorting condoms like fucking asshats or, I don't know, less down things. I feel like people maybe listen to these and afterwards like, fuck, man. <laughs> you depressed me, bro. Which I did get that a lot. I got a lot of text messages from that uh, when the, when, uh, on the first episode. I did this by myself. But anyways, I guess I'll just end it there. Uh, tis was fun. I will be back in here. I'm hoping maybe sometime this weekend. Or before the week is out. I'm going to try to pump these out more often. I say that every time. But I am. I'm going to try to get more and more of these out. It's just hard. Uh, because I, I do prefer to do this with someone. I like bouncing conversation off of people. And I do get asked quite a bit. Put me on your podcast, bro. But for one, the same people that ask me don't even listen to my podcast. They don't. I know for a fact they don't. They just know I have one through my social media or my posts or whatever. Two, they just want to be on air because I guess, I don't know, they think it's cool. Like it's a little 15 minutes of fame, even though there's not fame. There's like maybe a hundred people that listen to this. Uh, so to me, and then three, the, the people that mainly ask me, I just, I feel like they don't really have much to say. They just want to be on here just to be on here. And they think it's, uh, it's all for shits and giggles, which it is in a way. But at the same time, I'm putting these out for y'all and I want to put, things you want to hear, um, interesting topics or whatever the case may be. And I'm still relatively new to this. I'm still getting started. Um, still trying to work my way up. Uh, and I feel like I do get better, uh, each time I get back in here. Um, I either talk about more interesting things. I get, you know, better setup, better equipment or whatever, but I, I don't want to just put anybody in here. Sick of them asking me, but anyways, so it's hard to find people with things interesting things to talk about that aren't these random ass people. Half of them I don't even know their names, like their last names, I guess. And they're just like, "Yeah, let me be here." And I was like, "Dude, I do this out of my home. I'm not gonna have fucking random people that I don't fucking want in my home in my home." Fuck no. Anyways, I'll try to get another one out of these. Another episode out before the week is out. But uh, once again, I appreciate y'all coming through, listening. And it would be super great. I'm just going to throw this out there. Whether you're listening to it on SoundCloud or iTunes. And even if you follow me on Facebook or on the Freedom of Speech Facebook page. It would mean a lot to me, and it would help me out a lot if y'all would share these episodes on your own personal Facebooks. If you would like the episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes, and most of all, if you could leave reviews on SoundCloud and iTunes, and even on Facebook, that would mean a lot to me. And honestly, you could you could leave a review, even if you don't like my podcast, and you still listen every day just to disagree with me and think I'm a fucking idiot, you could still leave a review. Even if it's a shitty review, hey, 
bad publicity is good publicity. But anyways, appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. Catch y'all next time.